Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the second time in two games, the Hawks win a close one at home. Yeah, it's preseason, but we still going to talk about it. Welcome to the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Want to welcome, welcome into the podcast, all of the Braves fans, (laughs) as that season is now over. Courtesy of the Philadelphia Phillies. I know, I know, it hurts. It sucks. Was pulling for the Braves, but congrats to Phillies um, and all that jazz. Nah, whatever. Man, bump the Philly. Bump the Phillies, man. Bump Philadelphia. You know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got no love for Philly around these parts, and we hope they lose. We don't like the Phillies. We don't like anything Philadelphia around these parts. But anywho, <laughs> anywho. Welcome into the Hugs Beat Podcast. We got a little bit of preseason basketball to kind of talk about tonight. So for the next few moments, we're just going to talk about what went down at State Farm Arena. But if you are new to the if you're new to the podcast, again, welcome, welcome. Take off your shoes, relax your feet, party on down to the X Gate Beat. No, <laughs> just relax and everything. This is the Hugs Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub. And uh, we're just going to take you through tonight's victory again uh, for the Atlanta Hawks, man. They beat the Memphis Grizzlies 103 to 102. So we're going to talk about uh, exactly what we saw. We're not going to we're not going to X and O you too much. We're not going to numbers you too much again. Let's remember this is preseason, so everything we say is kind of taken with a grain of salt, but there are some things, if you are a Hawks fan, to be excited about, to be happy about. You know, I'm usually the guy that's kind of trying to temper expectation and excitement, but I mean, if you're excited, it's a good thing. I mean, listen, there's things to be excited about, and we'll talk about them. Um, First things first, if you have not already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you drop us five stars and make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Twitter, well, our X, whatever you want to call it, Instagram, and we are now on TikTok. Yes, I just spent about 45 minutes 
<laughs> this has been about 45 minutes sending out a TikTok. I got to get more efficient in that, but we're still working on that. So go ahead over to head over to the, the, the TikTok and uh, search Hawks Beat and uh, give us a follow there. So, boom, got all that out the way. Let's go ahead and get through the particulars of tonight, man. Um, again, Hawks and Grizz, this was their second uh, preseason game at State Farm Arena. Um, pretty decent crowd. I would say it was a little bit better than the one the other night. But um, sitting out for the Hawks, you had on uh, DeAndre Hunter, uh, Sadiq Bey, Onyeka Kongu, Wesley Matthews, all in street clothes. Um, for the most part, I think most of those guys were were a healthy scratch. I was told that Dre has a little bit of a bruise. Um, nothing serious. I, I believe they're just being cautious with him. So no room, no you know reason to panic, no reason to sound the alarm. Everybody's fine. I imagine that each game, Quinn is going to be holding out a couple of guys and just to kind of give him rest because the preseason, um, you just don't want no accidents. <laughs> you, you really don't want no accidents. And what we've seen over the last two games is you have the starters in for um, the first two quarters, and after that, you get them up out of there. Let them play 15, 20 minutes, then they're done. You know, spend the next second half evaluating talent with the second uh, with the second string, third string guys. And uh, I'm going to say this, man. It's starting to look like this Atlanta Hawks team has got some depth behind them. And I'm talking second string, third string. Uh, there was just, there was a reason for optimism. Now, with that being said, now Memphis, they didn't bring in their starters. The only starter they had was Steven Adams. There was no Marcus Smart. Of course, Ja wasn't there. No Bain, no uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. So this was definitely their taxi squad, right? So Quinn went out with the starting unit of Trey, DJ, Bogey, who sat last game, Jalen, and Clint. And uh, I thought by and large, I mean, Trey was, was, he had like 20 points in I think 14 minutes so uh the boy looked good and that's what you want him to that's what you want him to look like especially up if you're going up against majority second teamers you know so nothing bad to say about any of the starters uh trey dj bogey nothing to say nothing bad to say about any of those guys if there is anybody that sticks out among that group I would say it was Jalen Johnson, to be honest with you. Now, keep in mind, you know, Trey did get his 20. I mean, that's like, that's what he is. But um, Jalen Johnson, man, I really like what I saw out of him tonight. Um, I'm going to see him in the next segment. I'll see if I can play some sound, if I can get some sound from him. Uh, He did speak to the media after the game, and I'll see if I can get some sound for that. But for tonight, I thought that... um, he he showed his versatility. You know, there was one random play where he got a rebound and he started the break like himself. Like he got it and he just started dribbling and nobody was waiting. Like there was no wait. Okay, where's the outlet guy? It was like none of that. It was like boom. He get it. He's dribbling, and he's shown that he can be a capable passer. He's shown that uh, you know he can do this. You know, so I'm looking forward to see the progression of Jalen Johnson all season long. There's still going to be some hiccups there. You know, you still have some moments. But by and large, everything that I've seen as far as his growth has been positive. It's been positive, man. So 
Um, he had one goof where he kind of was lazy getting back in that transition D, and they made him pay for it. His guy got a dunk, but um, he followed that up with, with back-to-back buckets, man. So, you know, you like to see that. You know, you like to see that. Um, as far as the rotation, uh, once again, A.J. was the first guy coming off the bench, and for Trey, um, you had Mo Gay getting early minutes because Onyeka was out. So you had Mo Gay and Bruno getting plenty of minutes tonight. Um, and, and what I like to see, I like to see the different lineups, you know, because Quinn at this point, he can pretty much just experiment with a whole bunch of different lineups. In that first half, or in the first quarter, um, I think he ended the half with like DJ at the point, AJ, Bogey. Mo and Bruno, you know, that's, that's typically not a lineup that you'll see, you know, but, um, Hey, I, I thought it was interesting, you know, Kobe checked in. Uh, I, I it was around the second quarter. I believe I checked the second quarter. He checks in and immediately steps into like a three point steps into a random three point shot. And here's the reason why I'm bringing this up last night. He checked in the game and his first shot was a three. I was like, yo, man, you can't shoot that, man. You coming in, you cold. It's not a good shot. I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. Because he did the same thing tonight. He came in, his first shot was a three-pointer. He shot it with confidence. He shot it in rhythm. And he and he sank it. And so what, what I what I think we lose, and as far as fans, and as far as people who uh, and, uh, who, who break down games, these guys have has spots, you know, if that's his shot, if that's his spot, he feels comfortable taking it. It's not a bad shot. You know, whether you come in cold or whatever, if you feel you can make it, take that shot, brother. So I stand corrected, you know, so if that's a shot he wants to take as soon as he come in the game, shoot it. He did it tonight. And I really liked what I saw to Kobe tonight. Um, he, he played with a lot of poise, right? He played with a lot of poise. Let me see if I can uh, bring up his stat line. I thought he actually shot the ball better from three. Me and Lauren, um, the, uh, the beat writer for the AJC, were talking after the game. Uh, we were just looking at his stat his stat line from three. He was two of eight from three. And we both thought he was like he did better than that, shooting from three. But, I mean, I thought he played a good game. He shot five of 14, which isn't crazy efficient. But I thought that he played like within the system. I thought he played with pace. He had six rebounds, two assists. You know, um, I thought he played. I thought he played good. He 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 seemed to make a lot of high IQ plays to me. Like he like he wasn't rushed. I really liked what I saw out of Kobe Bufkin tonight. So let's I guess just kind of start there. Um, that second unit with Kobe, with AJ, with Mo, Mo Gay, Bruno, got a lot of those backup center minutes. Well, he got all the backup center minutes tonight because when Clint went down, that was that was all she wrote. But Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, 
making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I thought that second unit played much better tonight than they did the previous night. And that's a good thing, you know. Um, because these are guys you're gonna probably going to need to rely on some nights. If the starters don't have it, if you have injuries, you're going to need a viable second and third option when it comes to the NBA. Because 82 games, bruh, 82 games is a long season. Long season. So um, let me just kind of peruse through my notes. Who else do I want to bring out? Uh, Bruno. Let me tell you something about Bruno. Bruno has has made leaps and bounds from his first stint here in Atlanta. Three points tonight, six boards, four block shots. Yes, he had five turnovers. I'm not worried about that. Four block shots, and two of them block shots was dudes trying to dunk on him. Like, and Bruno, like, he let him know, like, he wanted that smoke, like, like two dudes came for his head and he blocked the shot, sent it back the other way, and then added two more blocks on top of that. I loved the physicality that I see from Bruno. Um, he is a perfect third string center at this point in his career. Like he's 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 good. Like that's that's what you want him for. And some nights he'll be even a good backup center. See your starter? Nah, will he ever be a starter? I don't know. I don't I don't think so, but like for what he is right now. I'm glad that they brought him in. And I said that over the summer. I said that over the summer. I would love Bruno to be the third string guy. And I, I think he is an excellent insurance policy for Clint Capella, for Anyeka Congo. And those nights you want to give Clint a break, those nights you want to give Anyeka a break, he's a guy that can come in and really bang. And I really like what I saw to him tonight. Kudos to Bruno. <laughs> Kudos to Bruno. Uh, Mo Gay got some minutes tonight. Uh, 12 points tonight out of the young man. Six rebounds. Uh, three assists. Uh, shot four of seven. I like the the uh, intensity that I saw from Mo tonight. Uh, kind of all over the place. You know, he, he had a lot of movement. I couldn't, I'm not going to go down every player. But these are kind of just some guys that I highlighted in my notes as I was watching the game. You guys, if you watched all four quarters, you know preseason basketball. It is what it is, especially in that third or fourth quarter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it can get a little monotonous. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to hold you. But it, it becomes kind of like a glorified G League game. But you have to kind of look at it for what it is. And um, for these second string guys, for these third string guys, um, you have to kind of know what you're working with. Garrison Matthews, 
Duke can still shoot the ball. You know what I'm saying? 12 points for the young man in 18 minutes, 3 of 4th. Went 3 for 3 from downtown. Um, Look, man, he can shoot. And, like, that's what you want him. Like, you you, you know you got a shooter. So, you know, if there's a situation where you need to come in and, and surround Trey with just four dudes that can shoot, he might be one of them dudes. That's nice to see. Um, Patty Mills got 12 minutes, and I think that that was kind of just, you know, I doubt we'll see Patty Mills in the next game. I, I imagine his, his, you know, he's a vet. You know, him and Wesley, you're not going to see a lot of them in preseason. Uh, you need the bodies tonight. So, you know, of course, Miles Norris, Trent Forrest, Seth Lundy, those guys kind of rounded things out. Seth Lundy hit some big baskets once again. And so when you look at the totality of tonight's win, um, it's just good to have your backups in these situations. Playing close basketball situations where things are going down to the stretch. And it's good to see your guys making good decisions and, and playing and competing. You know, that's what you want to see. Um, one more thing of note that I have in my notes. There was a moment, I think it was third, maybe the fourth quarter. Um, I think it was the fourth quarter. You know, the second string and the third string guys were in, of course. And they were able to maintain a lead that whole third quarter. And so um, there was a timeout. They had just pushed the lead to like 12 or 14. And I saw Trey Young like jump off the bench. And he was the first guy to dap all of those dudes up as they were coming to the bench. Now, that might not seem like a lot to most people. And I'm sure a lot of people did not even notice it. But as someone who was concerned about, like, the the personality, I guess I would say, the personality of this team, the, the development of leadership in this team, it was good to see him being the first guy off the bench to dap up, to congratulate those young guys, second teamers, third streamers, third third teamers (laughs) it was good to see that and that was just kind of a uh, you know just kind of something that I noticed as far as like my notes are concerned nobody really cares about the wins and the losses but it is nice to get a dub I'm not even gonna lie to you you know fans that stuck around they were they were you know given a treat but uh I thought that that moment from Trey was pretty special uh, I'm going to see if I can get some sound from Jalen Johnson. I spoke with the media real quick, the media, well, the media that stuck around. <laughs> and uh, let me play a little bit of sound from Jalen Johnson, just just real quick, and then we'll get up out of here. Jalen, talk a little bit about the cohesion this year. I know it's a small sample size, but you guys look really tight-knit as a group early on. Yeah, I think it started in training camp. Our training camp was super intense. Um, and everybody was locked in from day one, um, all the way from even before training camp even started. We were um, locked in, and I think it's just showing now. Um, and um, looking forward to carrying it over into the regular season as well. And another, you know, kind of a nail biter in preseason. What does it say about the depth that you guys had this year? We got, we got, we got some dogs, uh, and you see it. Um, with Seth making big plays and then Trent last game coming up big down the stretch. Um, we got a lot of guys that can play, um, and that's what makes the practices that much more intense. Um, and I think that pushes everybody um, during those practices. 
shout out to the dude beside me taking a whole bunch of pictures while I'm trying to record. All that clady clack, that's my man's taking pictures. <laughs> no shade, man, but yo, bro, like chill with the pictures while I'm trying to get video, but we all got a job to do, and I ain't going to besmirch anybody for, for doing that job. So shout out to them. Shout out to Jalen. He's just talking a little bit about the cohesion, the cohesion of this team and their depth. Um, I brought that up because I just, and I know this is a small sample size of two games, but to me, early on, this team seems really close. Like, they seem really, like, together. And, I mean, I don't know what the season is going to hold, but for the two-game, uh, super small sample size. If you're a Hawks fan, you have a lot to uh, be excited about. And, uh, yeah, I think they look like a, 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 a team that is together, and they look like they're definitely not going to be any defensive stoppers, like, as a unit. But, like, you know, I've liked the effort defensively that I've seen thus far. So, um we still got a ton of basketball to see. We still got a couple more preseason games. The next preseason game is this Saturday at College Park Gateway Arena. I will not be at that game, but uh, I will probably still watch it, and we will probably still have a podcast that night. Uh, if not, early Sunday morning, I will have one out for you guys. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Hawksby Podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. Make sure you subscribe to the pod, follow us on all of our social media platforms. And like we always say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, find him, show him some love because that's all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.